Welcome to episode 10 of Talk Commerce, where we talk about the immersive commerce experience for the developer, agency, and merchant. This week we interview Ray Bogman from Adobe. We discuss Adobe professional services and why every agency and merchant should use them. We make plans for an epic bike trip from Salt Lake City to Las Vegas at the Adobe Summit in 2022. This episode was recorded on May 10th, 2021. This episode is sponsored by Eway Corporation, the partner of choice for technology, infrastructure, and enterprise-level digital solutions, an AWS Select Consulting Partner, Eway Corporation, forward together. Wagento Creative, partnering with the client to help fulfill their strategic growth, serving the world as an Adobe Gold Partner and Big Commerce Elite Partner. Wagento, the code of commerce. And now, talk commerce. All right, welcome to this next episode of Talk Commerce. And I have Ray Bogman here from the Netherlands eating uh, waffles and, and uh, cheese, I see. No, I, he's not. If you're, if you're on the podcast, you can't see that he's eating waffles. But if you're on the video, you'll see that I'm lying. Ray, why don't you introduce yeah. yourself and tell us what you do? Hi there. Uh, my, my name is Ray Bachman, based out of Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Been now uh, with the Magento community, I think, since 2008. So it's been a while, I guess. And part of Adobe Magento now for almost three and a half years. And uh, loving it uh, ever since. Yeah, great. Thank, good to have you here. And, and uh, we've known each other for a very long time. Our last big adventure was going to be riding our bikes from Salt Lake City to Las Vegas. And um, I kept telling you that's a long ways. And you kept insisting on wanting to do it. And yeah. coronavirus saved us both. But uh, <laughs> maybe now we can do it. I mean, at some point in time, I guess it will be really nice. I know it started off as a joke, but at the end, uh, looking forward, you know, having a challenge, I would say, in life and, and having this, I think, with, with people like you within the community and, and taking that effort to the next level definitely gets you motivated, I would say, on all things. Yeah, and if you remember, Cuba did a bike ride from L.A. to Las Vegas. So, Yeah, I, okay, I but that one was off. the motorbike. I mean, I mean, no, we he were just bike you know, too. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, I was not aware of about four hundred miles. Four hundred. Oh, I think your bike ride was seven hundred. You wanted to do it in seven days. That was a long way. <laughs> yeah, if you look at that, it, it's kind of amazing that we've never done it officially, <laughs> just in the mind. <laughs> Maybe yeah. one day. So, just uh, thinking back on our community, what was the first Magento Imagine that you attended? Wow. Um, which was the first one? 2012? Yeah, I think so. It okay, so be. that was at the M Resort, and that was the very first year? Of the no, 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 no. The, the first at the wine. That was third and then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Never been to the M Resort, unfortunately. I had great stories about it, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, was not able to join. I mean, I would love to, but unfortunately, it didn't happen. And uh, just for our listeners, Ray was always the mage doctor. You always came in a, a doctor's outfit and you were literally repairing people's websites 
and fixing their Magento sites while you ran on the rate on all of our runs. It was amazing. I know it was really difficult to be honest, you know, sweating and then wearing the jacket and fixing that and having a good Wi-Fi connection. But at the end it, it was done. So uh, I like how glad. you did it. On, originally you did it on a Palm pilot too. That was <laughs> thing. Yeah. Old school, really old school <laughs> using a FTP, you know, there was no SSH back then. <laughs> Perfect. Um, <laughs> So tell us what you're doing now. You're with professional services, right? Yeah, correct. So uh, previously, uh, when being uh, an owner uh, of a company, uh, maintaining Magento websites called Support Desk, and from that uh, part, I would say I joined uh, Magento back in the day. I was the first employee of Magento in the Netherlands. Uh, since professional service was keen to expand within the Europe and APEC region. So I joined um, three and a half years ago. And ever since, uh, other people joined, uh, not only, I would say, abroad, but a lot of guys from the Netherlands as well. So it feels like a really small, small Dutch community, I would say, uh, extending. And um, initially, I was serving uh, a global market, I would say, but now it, it's more focused. While, well, we joined Adobe, of course. Uh, well, there's definitely more focus on EMEA. But uh, on the current projects that I'm working on, there's still a global focus uh, on some of the projects and, and the others are more or less EMEA-based. So it really depends, but more or less, there's definitely more focus on, on Adobe scale. Um, tell me how how you get involved in projects and um, how that would benefit, say, an agency to have have your team involved. Yeah, that's a good one, Brent. Uh, so initially... We've, we are getting a lot of questions from, from one of the bigger merchants out there, I would say, uh, having initially some, some guidance uh, within their projects. So sometimes there is still uh, an agency involved, uh, but if they're looking for a particular skill set on consultancy, and I would like to, I would, would say, get it certified or approved by Magento slash Adobe, uh, they contact professional services. And that can be easily done throughout their uh, success manager uh, or either have a direct link uh, depending of course uh, within the, the sales stream how you can connect to uh, professional services but it, it's pretty straightforward I would say so once one of our members get it in there uh, we look at the strategic component how we can uh, really help the client um, gain their overall strategy and based on that, we see what kind of optimizations we can help them with. Some of the uh, optimizations are, I would say, straightforward consultancy, but going in a little bit deeper, and, and that's some of the projects that I'm currently at, they are really keen on, on getting really high technical benefit on not only the services itself, but also the direct connection to the core team. So uh, one of the projects uh, I'm working on is, is HP, uh, HP Inc. Uh, probably everybody's familiar with HP over time, I guess. And we are currently working with them on uh, a project on Magento 2 and PWA Studio. They will be uh, one of the largest uh, launching uh, customers, I would say, on PWA Studio. And the plan is to roll out 30 plus uh, PWA Studio environments across the globe. Um, and beyond, of course. Uh, so you can imagine having a close connection to the PWA core team and, and, and all the assets from our services team helps them, I would say, exceed their business needs and work towards uh, well, the success measures for making sure that this project on an enormous scale will be managed not only by us, but also to the 
the vendors that I work with. So it's, it's a combination, I would say, on all levels. Yeah, that's great. And I, I've heard, too, that on that HP Inc. project, you just wait for the, everything to go down and then you can re- sell them more by refilling them. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Joke, I'm not joke sure. <laughs> quite didn't go where I wanted it to go. But, no, uh, no, no, no. I'll get the message. Not refilling I'll anything. This is just a joke, just so everybody knows on the HP project that uh, anyways. Okay, good. We'll move on. <laughs> um. I think um, for, for us as an agency, we always like to bring in uh, professional services and we've worked, well, we're working with you right now or you're working with us on HP and as well as, uh, you know, some other ones like HEB, the grocery store brand um, came and helped uh, with, uh, with the big project that we're doing in Mexico. So I, I always advise clients um, and, and, and other agencies that, you should involve uh, you should involve the professional services team uh, at at any point in the project, but I think most importantly in the beginning when 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 you can help you being uh, Adobe can help us kind of architect those projects and create a roadmap uh, and help us maybe see forward through some of the pitfalls that you would see more often maybe than some other uh, even smaller agencies. I think it's most important, and I think it's fair to call out that, that a good collaboration between agencies and professional services on both ends can really benefit the client. I mean, let's be fair, you know, um, the more people uh, based on the knowledge they have will definitely benefit the overall success rate here. So from a good perspective, having professional services and the agency working together instead of, you know, looking at it from a competitive standpoint, really stands out and, and helps uh, to all benefits. Yeah. Um, what, do you, uh, what do you see as uh, the, main, the main points or the main wins that the client gets from your team? Well, again, maybe looking at uh, the HP project, just today, we had a call with the PWA product team based on some of the findings that we are working on, on, on creating best practices on how to deliver it. Uh, so some, some of the things are, I would say, in progress. And you can imagine being in the community now for so long that, that you know, once you commit something to the community, it gets adopted by the community. And at some point in time, maybe it gets, well, adopted <clears throat> by the core, uh, which is really great, of course. Uh, but having this close call connection, it's really easy for us to verify on on what the roadmap is, what kind of uh, pros and cons uh, we see ahead of us. And based on that, we can make quick connections on what kind of, well, deployments or interaction needs to be done to to not delay the project whatsoever, but even improve and and think really out of the box, uh, making it happen as a collaboration on all levels. Okay. Yeah, good. Um, going back to PWA, uh, how, how do you see the future? How, let me, let me rephrase it. The future of Magento is PWA or something like that, right? Well, maybe, maybe to really uh, split the definition of PWA. I mean, with all respect, PWA is an acronym, of course, created by Google, um, I think maybe four or five years ago. It's a similar like AMP. And, and of course, Adobe Magento adopted the terminology. There's a lot of great effort in this headless infrastructure. Um, looking forward, I would say it's 
definitely uh, the most elementary component, but the functionality as PWA can be onboarded as well within um, uh, the Adobe Experience Manager. So the collaboration of both components, which by the way, for those who are a little bit unfamiliar, of course, with AEM or the Adobe Experience Manager, it, it's mainly written in Java, Java, uh, but the front end components are also Java script based. So having a React framework as a hybrid within AEM uh, is definitely flexible and, and looking at it, from a technical perspective, if, if, if we're looking at Venia, that particular theme currently is being created on, on both levels. So if there needs to be an adaption for a particular checkout or a particular component, which currently is being used in PWA Studio, can easily be bridged uh, while using that in AEM. So there's definitely more to it than just, I would say, the front end that everybody's familiar with, uh, which everybody can download and install and connect it to their, I would say, Magento community or Adobe Commerce uh, for, uh, for that particular reason. But there's definitely more to the whole framework itself going into the future, having these microservices on the roadmap. Um, I would say, I mean, 2.5, I'm not able to share anything about it, but I'm really getting thrilled on, on what's ahead of us and how this whole architecture will look like. And it's going to be a beast. Yeah, I remember watching uh, the, well, the last Meet Magento Germany, which now is 2019. Uh, I believe they talked about uh, isolated services. It wasn't, it wasn't exactly microservices, but they were going to split up the monolith into bigger chunks. So right. maybe a catalog section and a, checkout section where you could deploy different parts of the code in different ways. And, and you're exactly right on PWA. It is a headless. So you could theoretically just do Drupal front end and the Magento back end. And I, I think that's, uh, that's where we're going. Um, and it is. Well, we are there. We are already there. I mean, headless, of course, that's a marketing term, which everybody uses. I would say, you know, you and I, and some of the, Probably people who are listening to this podcast are familiar with the terminology for ages. I would say, looking back in 2008, um, I think, uh, if I'm calling this correctly, uh, your first uh, co-host on this show was Jesse. Uh, for those who are familiar with him, him and I worked together in the past, and we created this headless infrastructure for Magento back then. It's called MageBridge. And I think was the first headless integration on Magento, although it wasn't PWA or it was Drupal, but it was Joomla. Uh, maybe we were too early, I would say, but even you know, 10 years ago, we were creating, or well, 12 years ago, we were even creating headless infrastructures back then. Now it, it's getting, a, I would say, a bus, a lot of things happening where everybody's all of a sudden, you know, we need to create headless infrastructures, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it's been there already, I would say for more than a decade. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Um, and I like the fact that you say Joomla, but you say Yissa. We'll have to get back to that later. They both have J's okay. in them. And Yava. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's correct. Maybe the Dutch pronunciation. Who knows? So uh, I, I think you know the buzz has been around the Hufa theme. Yeah, um, Hufa. <laughs> Hufa, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think that Magento is going to include an out-of-the-box theme that comes bound together? Or do you think eventually Magento will be like a, a, just a tool that's API first that doesn't include a front end? 
Well, I mean, who am I to say what, what's going to be there? Unfortunately, I'm not, I would say, the person who votes for that. But looking at it from a technical perspective um, and looking at other frameworks out there and uh, working closely with, with Acquia, the Drupal part, another project, it will be API first. Uh, and, and the thing is, API first is even a buzzword. What will it be? You know, will it be microservices first? Uh, I'm not sure what the next uh, acronym will be. One thing that I'm aware of is that uh, we're definitely not going into a monolith anytime soon. Uh, we are just segregating all the components and making them more efficient. What that means over time, I don't have a clue. Uh, but one thing's for sure, uh, and, and that's something I'm really excited about, a lot of those components will be serverless. Uh, and that, that's kind of interesting to see how that evolves and how easy it is to create, I would say, components online and run them, I would say, in the magic cloud. Again, <laughs> that's also a buzzword, but having something out there which connects and, and well, makes the shopping experience happen. And I think that's the most important thing because we can talk about all those really nice you know, features, but at the end, it's a browser uh, on a mobile device or on desktop. And we would like to create this, this user engagement for whom's willing to buy those products out there. And what's happening on the background, that, that, that's, I would say, for us nerds, you know, to, to make it as efficient, as, as cheap and, and, and uh, quality proven as possible. But uh, the client really, well, the only thing they care about, I think, is performance. And now with PWA or headless or serverless, that's something, well, uh, that we can offer, finally. Yeah, no. So going back, to, going back to Huva, I'm definitely not aware of it. It's a great solution. Uh, I've looked at it. Unfortunately, I was not able to play with it because it's licensed. Uh, so I, it's not like you know, pulling the open core, open source code and looking into it. But looking at from a front perspective and and what Willem did, well, big kudos to him. I mean, thanks for for all the work that he's done within the community and. Well, creating something like that. This is, you know, how strong we are within the community for for pulling this off. Kudos. Yeah, and he's Dutch, but he works for a German company, right? He is. He is. He is. Yeah, true. Does that mean they they split the payments? Never mind. That's, that's a really another, good that's one. Another bad joke. We're not. We're just moving on again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, the the head. I'm I'm still I'm not to. To, to fixate on buzzwords, but the headless idea uh, from a backend standpoint, is there always a uh, common interface to the backend that has a GUI? So from- It could be, I, it shouldn't, could be. Yeah. It really could be. I mean, looking at it from a backend perspective and using some other technologies, some of it don't even have a backend, just a microservice engine. Uh, I mean, looking at it from, from a technical perspective, you're probably familiar with, with uh, function-driven components. Uh, those are more, I would say, uh, serverless-based, like, like uh, Lambda, or even maybe going into Adobe, Adobe I.O., that's also more or less Lambda function-based. doesn't have a backend, but it's possible to create a backend to manage something against it. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, it's very interesting. I like where we're going here. Uh, it's similar to, I guess, from our, a competitor would be commerce tools in 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 the in the European market, especially where uh, there really isn't anything other than the functions of which the shopping cart and catalog work. And uh, it it seems that's where Adobe Commerce is headed. 
which I think is a good thing. Well, I mean, at, at some point in time, uh, looking at from, from a, a business and a technical perspective, having those components ready to go as is, it, it, it's really handy for developers. I would say, you know, you and I have done, well, not only Magento or other open source projects, maybe, you know, 20 years ago already. And, and there was a lot of things happening. Now with this function-driven architecture, it's much easier uh, to, to use snippets, reuse them, uh, and just make sure that all the components that you need are connected to that and have this visualized UI component against it. Uh, so the time to market back in the day was pretty long, pretty severe. Everybody needed to be a full stack Linux security performance minded engineer. You know, you need to be a trade of all skills. And now you get more into a really dedicated React uh, developer or PHP backend developer, or even maybe a DevOps, and maybe the whole terminology on full stack will be gone. I'm not 100% sure yet, but uh, who knows? I mean, it's really hard to keep up with all those technology features out there, even for myself. Yeah. Yeah, there is still a JavaScript certification exam for Adobe, which... yeah. I would imagine at some point it's going to be deprecated <laughs> along with knockout JS. Well, that's probably maybe removed with React because yeah. that, that makes definitely much more sense right now, you know, to learn all the aspects on React because that benefits not only PWA Studio as, as a product, but also going into this AEM piece if you would like to, you know, support clients using the AEM functionality. Yeah. So just kind of pivoting on the, on the features that Adobe now has started offering into Magento, what are some of your, what are your favorite and some your favorite features and what are the ones that you see used the most? Uh, well, I mean, some of the features haven't even been officially released, you know, like the search functionality uh, going back on, on many projects that I've done over the last decade, it was always a search, you know, that, that needs to be connected. And we had this, local, I would say, search engine called Sucre, uh, which was pretty famous. And, and we had, of course, many other components on installing something on Magento and connecting it and uh, Solar and all those kind of, you know, uh, I would say hybrid solutions, a lot of configuration. But now I would say getting into the Agolia, uh, I would say competitor fields, uh, we have, well, the search combination from, from, from Adobe, and having that connected to Sensei, I would say I'm kind of thrilled. You know, uh, I was fortunate to look at some of the technology like Target and Campaign internally or, or already. Once those components work together, you really see the true benefit because that that I would say the holistic Sensei magic clouds, uh, having this data feed and and uh, connecting to all those components and making sure that the live feed being shared to your client results are the most efficient one. Um, I'm kind of stunned how it will look like, to be honest, in, in a year from now. I mean, I've been doing now some work on HP, which uh, the guys are using Hawk Search. Never used that tool before. It's a really large, well, enterprise-based search uh, tool. Kind of, kind of curious, to be honest, but this is more on a personal level, how the Adobe tool compared to, well, the Hawk Search tool is comparable, or even Argolia. So um, looking forward in a year from now, which tool would be the best? Yeah, no, I like it. I, um, I'm, I'm very excited about Adobe Live Search. 
Uh, and it is available on the marketplace in, in it uh, is. beta, it or is. as they say in England, beta. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's like, a, you know, go ahead and try out and give as much feedback as possible. That, that's what I call beta. Right. Yeah, exactly. Good. Um, so I know that you have some, uh, some things you're still doing in the Magento community. Uh, why don't you uh, get, tell us a little bit about what you're still involved in? Well, I mean, the Magento doctor part, uh, I would say I still got my jacket in the closet behind me. I haven't wore it in a long time. I mean, we, we unfortunately uh, skipped two versions of Magento Imagine. And well, unfortunately, the Imagine part is gone since we are going into this uh, Adobe Imagine. Uh, not sure if I'm ever going to wear it, but it's still there. Um, looking at from a community perspective, um, I, I miss the event. So if there would be an event, I probably would share and giving a talk and now everything is, is digitalized. I mean, last week we had the summit part and, and uh, I was able and, and grateful to share a story on another project that I was working on doing a Black Friday every day uh, on Alshaya. Uh, that's up uh, for everybody who's interested still on uh, Adobe Summit. So please check it out on, on what we've done over there with Magento and a Drupal front end serving 12 brands on a global scale like H&M, Victoria's Secrets, Food Locker, and Muji, um, and many other brands out there um, going now into a little, I would say, more technical note. Over the last couple of weeks, I started crafting, um, I wouldn't say an official best practice, but a best practice, I would say, uh, from from my point of view, and also maybe even professional services point of view on how to efficiently deliver PWA production. And then what I'm referring to is um, for those who are familiar with PWA Studio, uh, there's a lot of great documentation out there on DevDocs. Uh, but sometimes uh, I would say referring to my old hacker days, I just wanted to get in the weeds and, and look if there's anything I can optimize. And looking at, again, the HP project and, and officially uh, off the record, I'm not sure if we're going to use it on HP. So be careful what I'm, I'm sharing about this. But it, it, it really got me thinking. Uh, and with the lockdown, I just wanted to spend some time behind a computer again. So I, what I've done is I, I um, while building PWA Studio, I was able to pull some of the components and really minimize PWA Studio and making as lightweight as possible uh, and only having uh, three dependencies against the whole PWA uh, environment and uh, dockerizing this environment. Not really that spectacular, I would say. There are probably much better developers out there uh, who thought about this idea. It's like, yeah, this is old news. But what I wanted to do is, is to really create this environment in a... a Again, best practice approach on CICD, on uh, making sure that this environment could be posted in a serverless engagement, which means that imagine you're a developer, currently you're probably using Magento ECT tools, uh, which is pretty handy, pretty comfortable if you're familiar with the, the Magento cloud or well, now the Adobe cloud, of course. Uh, this same approach on creating code and pushing code and that code gets distributed automatically to a serviceless infrastructure. And that's a PUC that I started working on uh, a couple of weeks uh, prior to, to the weekend, but finally was able to wrap it up 
uh, on Saturday and Sunday. So I got a working prototype uh, up and running. Uh, and, and I was really stunned and, and amazed. I posted, I think, a, a tweet on Twitter and a lot of feedback uh, from the community. And that's what I really liked is, uh, although normally we would have a drink at a bar, we will tell our stories and you get all those inputs. Now, um, although I'm not a big, I would say user of Twitter, um, I just still wanted to share it and I still wanted to get all the feedback from those people within the community. And I got some really great feedback that I wasn't even thinking about. So thanks again for those who tweeted back. Uh, and, and while using this feedback, I'm currently crafting um, an article and hopefully as soon as possible, I can share the article on my personal blog and, and share this with the community. And hopefully I get some more ideas uh, because I think my personal, I would say, fundamentals are uh, share as much as possible also still with the community although being you know a, a proud member of the adobe team i think it's important to share learn from each other and improve while we well use the best practice tools out there yeah and <clears throat> so one of the biggest one of the strongest points has a brown magento has always been the fact that there's so many people that work at Magento that are also involved in the community and very active in the community and the commitment that Magento has always made. And now Adobe, that Adobe slash Magento has always made to the community. It's always, it's, it's just fantastic. It's fantastic that we have so much energy and um, I'm going to say it's very encouraging that we continue to have energy in the community. And we have people like you that are, uh, both working for Adobe, but also putting out community content and solutions that are available to all of us. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that on top of that, just that the Magento open source, which is still called Magento, <laughs> is, uh, is something that's there for people to use, download and install and run. True, true. But I think at, at some point in time, we all started with this, uh, I would say, chunk of codes. I mean, I know I started with the beta version and thanks for everybody out there in the community who I met and, and grateful about. If it wasn't for this sharing piece and giving back, uh, I mean, it helped really well myself, but probably also you within our uh, uh, personal, but also professional, I would say, uh, period that, that well, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm grateful on, on what it took and I'm happy still working now with Adobe and to still share back as much as possible because then, then I think that's the only way we can grow as a team. Yep, a hundred percent agree. And I'm very excited for hopefully 2022 and Meet Magento Netherlands happens again. Well, uh, I think that that's mainly up to well the community and also Guido. So if you're listening out there, you know I'm still looking for that uh, speaker slot. It will be the 12th in a row. So I got the 11 spots right now. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> looking for that 12th one, but uh, that would work. That would work. But uh, it would be really great again to meet everybody. I mean, now looking at your picture, uh, I see Talesh, you know, jumping out behind your ear. Yeah. So again, Talesh, you know, if you're out there, uh, say I'm, I'm saying hi. Uh, love to meet everybody again because I think that that's one of the things that we are still strong about within the community. And it really doesn't matter, I would say, if it's, you know, officially now Adobe. Uh, I think it's all about the people uh, who are using the software and interact with each other and, and making this uh, as successful as possible. 
Yeah. So just uh, what, what we're planning. Well, of course we're planning our 10th big damn run at next year's Adobe summit. Uh, hopefully we can all be in person to do that, but even sooner than that, uh, since, uh, since Florida is now wide open for anybody, uh, we are planning a winter uh, hackathon, Adobe hackathon in Orlando. It'll be in June. Oh. It'll most likely be in January, maybe February of 2022. I'm going to keep saying it because the more I say it, the more it's, it's actually going to happen. <laughs> Where in Orlando? Where? Right at Disneyland or Disney World, Seriously. I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, probably I told you this. I, I, I spent one year during my internship in Orlando, so uh, I'm kind of—I wouldn't say a local, but uh, I know my way around uh, Orlando. You're, and you're definitely a local if you spent a year there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Peter Manichek used to run uh, Magento U, uh, the train—not the training, but the test writing and and content. And he always did a meeting there with uh, with a group of of um, of community members. And uh, this was this 2021 is the first year that I've missed that in such a long time. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, that I I started thinking, well, geez, how can we get back there next year? So uh, we want to do some kind of a hackathon. We'd like to have a merch doc section session. And nice. it would be great if uh, ADLS would come in and we could do some content updates on tests and, and curriculum and things like that. So hopefully, if anything, we'll have a hackathon. It'll be, it'll be at one of those hotels right around, right, around, or right around Disney World. Um, but... Yeah, I'm hoping that now next year we can we can go into some real fun, uh, really fun conferences again and and start doing these. I'm also looking forward to the unconference. Hope I, I don't think this year we're going to have an unconference in Germany, but uh, I, my my first one was 2019. Unfortunately, that was my last one. Oh, well, may, maybe depending, of course, on, on what the situation would be. I was speaking to Thomas Fleck uh, a couple of months back who organized the Magento Snow Camp in Austria. And that's something also on the roadmap to do. Uh, but let's see, you know, what it brings. And otherwise, you will jump over to Europe and, you know, we can have some, some German beer and uh, some ski and some snow over there. Who knows? I'm very ready. Yeah. Although uh, we get plenty of snow in Minnesota, so I'm more likely to go to Florida or Hawaii, but I'm up for skiing. Hawaii. There we go. There we go. Community effort. Love it. All right. Uh, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to talk about or, or tell us today? Not that comes to mind, I would say. I think, well, maybe one thing, um, share as much as possible on Git, you know, for those who are still out there and a proud member of the uh, Magento Adobe community, every aspect on, on, on sharing is well appreciated. I think that's the most we can learn from each other and, and again, make those projects as efficient as possible. So, so don't be scared out there. Um, just submit whatever question you have, uh, either on GitHub or the other channels, I would say, uh, Twitter, I think it's a pretty good uh, channel, I would say, to speak your mind about all the things that we can accomplish together. Uh, or otherwise, hit me up uh, on email or even Twitter, and I'm happy to support wherever I can. Yeah, and I'll put your um, I'll put your contact info in the show notes along with your blog. So if you could send me that, that would be great. And yeah, uh, yeah it's great talking to you, and thank you very much. Likewise, 
Likewise, thank you for inviting me. Much appreciated. Thank you. This episode has been sponsored by Eway Corporation, the partner of choice for technology, infrastructure, and enterprise-level digital solutions, and AWS Select Consulting Partner, Eway Corporation, forward together. Magento Creative, partnering with the client to help fulfill their strategic growth, serving the world as an Adobe Gold Partner and Big Commerce Elite Partner. Magento, the code of commerce. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce, new shows out every week.